today on Divorce Court. I'm at Divorce Court because I want to patch things up and make sure that my relationship stays intact like it's supposed to. Don's not responsible because he would like to be out drinking with his friends instead of being at home with his family. We both cheated. We even cheated on each other on the same weekend one time. After I had our son, Don got angry and he went and cheated while I was still in the hospital. Even though I cheated on Denise and I drank a lot, Denise needs to stop acting like she's royalty and show me more loyalty. I'll marry Don one day if he can grow up to be responsible and get his act together. Divorce court is now in session. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here today with Anise Hickman and Donald Lewis. The two of you have been together for 10 years. You have one child together, and Mr. Lewis, you have one child from another relationship. Ms. Uh, Hickman, I'm going to start with you. Why don't you tell me you want to you stay together, but you're on a rocky road. So why don't you tell me why you're here and what the problem is? Well, we're here because um, our lack of trust. Um, it's really hard to trust Donald. He's been cheating, and we... Now, when you say cheating, give me an example of when you've caught him cheating or what leads you to believe he's cheating. So, I lost my phone one time, and, of course, I needed to use a phone, so I was using his while he was asleep, and um, I had some extra time on my hands, of course, so I'm, like, scrolling through the text messages. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... <laughs> I've seen um, a text message about him wanting to rub on some girl's fat, juicy booty. So, <laughs> of course, when he woke up, I confronted him to ask him, you know, what this is about. And he told me that he grew up with the girl, that she was like his sister. But it's like, well, if that's your sister, why, are you, why would you want to rub on her fat, juicy booty? Right. Yeah. That doesn't sound like sisterly, uh, brotherly, sibling <laughs> behavior, Mr. Lewis. Uh, who was the young lady with the fat, juicy booty? Just a young lady with a fat, juicy booty. That's, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> That's what I get. That's what I get. I understand, however, later on, he made a confession with respect to that woman. Oh, yeah. Wh or was this another woman? Oh, no, this is another woman. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, so <laughs> sometimes we do, like, these things. It's called confession sessions where we'll just talk about things that we've done, trying to be open and honest with each other. And so, in I don't one know if of... that's a good idea or not. It's interesting. So, in one of his confession session stories that he told me, he let me know that he was still sleeping with his ex. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, um, it was just again like another story, like you're still cheating and just doing things that you shouldn't be doing. So he's he was doing it on an ongoing basis. He was says, I'm still sleeping with her. Oh yeah, yeah. He let me know that he was still sleeping with her. And... She cheated on me. <laughs> did he have any plans to stop? He claimed that he did. Uh-huh. He claimed that he did, but um You say that you you don't feel badly about that because she cheated on you. Tell Absolutely. me about that. Well, she was um there was a when she gave birth. Um, there, that she had cheated on me three days after she had, uh, gave birth. She told me she cheated on me in Vegas and that my son wasn't mine. Let me restate the story, make sure I got it right. You two were together. She was pregnant which, with what you believed was your baby. Three days after she gives birth, she says, well, it could be some other guys. Is that Correct. accurate? Correct. Is no. that accurate? No, not completely. So I did tell him that there was a possibility, but I knew when I had gotten pregnant. But because the other person was kind of like in my ear and telling me stuff, I wasn't too sure. 
Like I didn't know somebody was, else convinced like you that me. he might that he might not be the father only of your baby. Only because he's no no no. So only because he's seen our baby and he was like, oh, that kind of looks like some of my kids and just telling me stuff like that. And I'm looking like you know when babies are born, they always they, they look, look they, they look like anybody. Exactly. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You so can't tell. I was kind of like, well, I don't know, and started to kind of question it. But I knew what I had done. And I, I knew when I was pregnant, but because I'm listening to other people and... Was there, yeah. was there anything important about the timing of your confession to him with respect? Three days after the baby was born, that's kind of like a wild time to tell some dude something so, like that. Well, that wasn't really even part of the confession session. We were just... I was just in the hospital. I was kind of sick of him and just kind of just angry with him because he was still out being Don. Right. And um, so I was just a little so sick of him. So I got something for you. Kind of, yeah. I just needed him to leave for a minute, just give me some space, because he wasn't really being helpful anyways. So it was just like, just leave. And he refused to leave, so I told him something that would make him leave. Why wouldn't you respect that? Because my boy was just born, I couldn't leave him. I didn't want to leave him. Okay. That wasn't a bad answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, even then, Judge, if I can say, he took that time to go sleep with another woman, and yeah. After, three days after I was in the hospital having our child. So, yeah. Took that That's what tick for tat gets you, though. Yeah, I guess You so. know, <laughs> you're doing messy stuff, so I'm gonna do something messier. Then they sure. go out and do something messier, and then all you got is a mess, and nobody ever feels good, and no, nobody ever wins anything. Fair cause, enough. Because it's a big, hot mess. Um, do you believe he's still cheating on you? Yes. A little bit, <laughs> I do. Only because he's constantly accusing me. So like, I can go outside to, and like, um, like smoke or just whatever the case may be, or I leave out of the house or something like that. And then, so you're going out there to talk to so and so. You're going out here to talk to this person or that person. Because you are. Just, really. So, my thing is the guilty conscience is always going to speak first. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you're always accusing me, what right. are you doing? Why do you think she's cheating? Is, do you have any solid evidence? I just, I don't, I have solid, solid evidence in the past of it. But, but not like currently. I said, the grandpa's sitting next to me. <laughs> so that, you're saying the guy that you, that she cheated on was an old dude, is oh, what he, you're saying? Oh, he just didn't have the walker. But really? He was... <laughs> he was pretty much, yeah. I'm telling you. Me and Joe, <laughs> 60, be careful. <laughs> so now I want to turn to the next topic that is of concern to you, Ms. Hickman, and that is the amount that Mr. Lewis drinks. You think he has a problem, Mr. Lewis, you do not, and that's what I want to turn to. Were you drunk and fighting at the bar, Mr. Lewis? Or I was, trying but... to? To my defense, you how many? Playing. How many did? How many people did it take to hold you back? You're a big boy. I don't remember. Ms. Hickman, you are concerned about how much Mr. Lewis drinks. Why don't you tell me how much he drinks and why you're so concerned? Um, so he drinks quite well. He was drinking quite a bit. And it would be to where, like, he would go to the store and he'd come back with a pocket full of shooters, or he's drinking, a like... A pocket full of shooters? Yeah. Was that the little bottles? The little, yeah, the little single bottles. The little bottles, bottles yes. and po pocket yep. full of them. Pocket full of them, like... Just on an on a economic tip, why would you buy a pocket full of shooters? Isn't it cheaper buy the big bottle? I can... <laughs> 
It's easier to hide the shooters. Seriously, it's easier to hide the shooters. I can hide a pocket shooters. full of shooters, though. Oh. I can't hide a big fit. It's the cost of concealment. There you go. I got you. I got <laughs> it. I got it. Why do you feel you need to conceal the liquor that you buy? Uh, well, now I can get away with it. She can't say you drunk a half a fifth because she don't know exactly how many of them I drank. Oh, <laughs> But I it's clear when you can smell it. Right, right. But you can't how say often I do you? How often does he drink? Um, quite often, at least probably maybe five, five six, nights a week, seven, twelve times a week, wow. quite a bit. He, he, I'm just, you know that you're heavy with it, so don't give me the look. And about how much does he drink? Um, like you said, I honestly don't know how much because it's in He's the little shooter, little shooter so who knows something. how many shooters he downed on the way from the store. Right, right, right. Are you an unpleasant drunk, Miss? There's a whole, all kinds of drunk people. Some are happy, some are sad, some are angry. Which, which one are you? These it depends on how I feel before I start drinking. It just amplifies how you're already feeling. Absolutely, but uh -huh. usually I'm a good, clean person when I'm drinking. Funny, I'll go to sleep, you know. Yeah, have a few laughs and then you're out. Basically. Do you agree with that? Um, not really. Um, I think he's usually pretty angry. Why mm, would get somebody pregnant or cheat? I don't know. Um, well, what happened in Denver when he had too much to drink? Oh, that's how he, that was, he was drunk and he went over to the girl's house. I guess she was probably going to console him um, because he was angry about what I had just told him about me cheating and, oh, and uh -huh. he had too much to drink and went too far and then some months later, the girl's pregnant. So. Okay, but I was talking about the bar fight. Oh, when his when he went with some relatives that came down to visit him, uh -huh. um, and they went to a bar to go play some pool and you know just have a good time. And at some point, he got he had too much to drink and got angry and started yelling and wanted to fight with the people over at the next table. And the family members that he was there with had to like drag him out of the the bar. Were you drunk and fighting at the bar, Mr. Lewis? Or I was trying but to. To my defense, you. How many? Was how many did? How many people did it take to hold you back? You're a big boy. I don't remember. Does that concern you that you drink to the point where you don't remember? It does. It does. Have you thought about cutting back a little bit? I have. Lately, I have. Is that right? I've been staying on him, so yes, because <laughs> I've been. <laughs> did he go to one of your boyfriend's house and confront him one time while he was intoxicated? Um, well, it was actually my house. Right. But, yeah, he showed up intoxicated. Well, what were you doing with a boyfriend? <clears throat> we were seeing other people. Oh. He does his own thing. He cheats and does whatever he wants to do, so I'm supposed to sit around and wait for him to So just... you guys kind of come together and then apart and... Sometimes, and... yeah, sometimes it's like that, or sometimes I'll get sick of dealing with him doing his cheating thing, so I'll be like, okay, well, I'm just gonna do my thing too then. Okay, so what did he do when he confronted the boyfriend? No, the guy wasn't home, but he came over and he was just, like, beating on the door, and so to get him to stop beating on the door so he doesn't wake our son up, I opened the door to tell him, you know, go away, go home. He, like, started to walk towards the door, but I put my hands up to kind of, like, keep him out of the way, and he, like, stumbled back. But once he stumbled back and was, like, trying to get up again, he's, like, yelling and cussing and showing out, really. Yeah, so were you drunk, falling down and all that kind of stuff? I was. Aren't you worried about your son seeing that? Uh, I knew he would sleep at that time. Yeah, but, but, but it, it's, like... Once you get into the habit of being that kind of drunk, right. you can't stop it, and one day you'll be that kind of drunk when he's there, and then blue, you know what I true, mean? True, true. I was concerned about it, but like I said, at that time, I was you were intoxicated. Drunk, so you didn't care. 
Gotcha. I gotcha. I want to go now to the issue of parenting, since we're talking about your son, because you two have very different points of view about how that thing ought to be done. What else do you think Ms. Hickman does not have patience for? Me, for one. I don't think she has patience for something that's not of her, of her liking. Would you stay in a relationship with an alcoholic? Tell us what you think at facebook.com slash divorce court. Divorce court will be right back. From your perspective, what is the, the problem with between the two of you on the issue of parenting? My style of parenting, I'm strict. I'm mm -hmm. straight to the point, and it's do what I say. There's no, there's nothing to, to discuss. Mm -hmm. um, his style of parenting is, oh, please do this, and I'll reward you with this, or want to make excuses, and it, that's just not the way I grew up. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been working since I was a young child, so responsibility and teaching our child responsibility is important for mm -hmm. me. And the way he grew up, he didn't really have much responsibility as a mm -hmm. child, so. So, Mr. Lewis, what's your point of view on parenting? Why, where do you differ from her? Because she's the, she's the bad cop, I'm the good cop. That's how it works. So, I, I try to explain more and not be so fast to scream and yell and just aggressively get at him like that. Now, are you confrontational? Are you are you, are you 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 feeding them your frustration and not necessarily being a disciplinarian? There's a difference. I wasn't raised with backtalk. Like you're not allowed to backtalk. If I tell you to sit down and be quiet, that's what, that's you, what you should do. be doing. And so, as a parent, that's the way I'm gonna parent. It worked for me. Yeah, I believe in it. <laughs> it worked for me. Uh, we didn't get to. What's, you, what's your problem with that? Or you just don't want to be that guy? I, I think that it, it, it's, it always works out if there's a good good cop bad cop. I think uh -huh. that. If we're both bad, then he's going to be this. But that's not bad. That's just solid. It's you know solid, what I'm but saying? It's more patience I have. I believe you have more patience. I believe I have more patience. So you can have a conversation. He understands what's up. Right. Right. Yeah. Do you feel he undermines you, or he's simply playing? You're just leveling out the playing field a bit. I think sometimes he undermines me because I could tell our son. Um, you're not gonna go do this since you decided to throw a tantrum. We can cut the TV off, and now you can go sit there and just think about the choices that you're making. I can leave and come back, and he'll have the TV on. Is this true? To a certain extent, I don't think that it's that dramatic, but I think that I'll try to bend more with him. Uh-huh. Can, can I just put this out there? You can play good bop, bad cop if you want to, but once bad cop does her thing, don't, don't, don't lighten the punishment. Gotcha. You can play, you can play good cop, but you don't undermine. Gotcha. You with me? I'm with you. All right. Y'all so amenable over here, I don't know what to do. <laughs> what else do you think Ms. Hickman does not have patience for? Me, for one. I don't think she has patience for something that's not of her, of her liking. Yeah, can I? Yeah, 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 go ahead. So it's not that I don't have patience for him or if it's not, it's not for my liking. It's just I don't have patience for being irresponsible. Like if there's... In what ways are, <clears throat> is he irresponsible? Um, he's the only grown man that I know still loses his keys. Or... What? Um, like, mis just misplacing things that it's like, you know, this is what's supposed to be going on. Like, you're supposed to have those. Or even with, like... For example, he was supposed to make a phone call back or something. I don't remember exactly what it was about, but it, it was important. 
And it was like, well, how come you didn't call them back? Oh, it just slipped my mind. Well, what mm -hmm. you... What you mean? It just looked like you're, you got to be not responsible. You're not being an adult. You're not yes. dotting your eyes and crossing your T's. M Mr. Lewis, is that is that accurate? You kind of like let things slide because you know she's got you, got got it handled at the end of the day. I just always feel it's her way of the highway, so. Not necessarily my way or the highway. I, I think I know what the problem is. <laughs> How often would you tolerate your partner getting drunk? Share your opinion on Twitter and Instagram at Divorce Court. Divorce Court will be right back. Mr. Lewis, Ms. Hickman's complaint is a common one. It is a complaint in which they feel like a tent pole, that they're responsible for holding up everything right and they can't necessarily count on you to be faithful they can't necessarily count on you when they give you a task they have to be the disciplinarian while you get be the good guy you get doofus drunk out in the out in the way you behave because at the end of the day she's handling her business and you can kind of just fluff off and not quite be right right Yes, that's exactly. Yeah, I'm no, sorry. Yeah, that's exactly. It. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. I mean, if it's two adults in the situation, how come we're not both being adults? Why am I yeah. only the one playing adults? Mr. Lewis, I think you're a good guy. I really do. I hope so. I think you'd be a good guy. Now I'm going to ask you to be a grown man. You got it. Your son is going to do what you do. She's the disciplinarian, but you're going to be the role model. True. Don't do anything on any given day you don't want to model for him. And you've got to start now. You've got to start now restricting your proclivities so when it comes time for him to watch you, you have enough self-control not to bring home a bunch of, what do you call them, shooters. You have to train yourself to be in control of yourself so you don't do things that are injurious to the family. You with me? So yes, you got to start now. Sure Give her a break. You know what I mean? Let her think, ah, but he's my man and he's got it. Not, he's this guy, where is he? He's this guy, he's drunk again. He's this guy, he didn't take care of this bill. It's exhausting being with this guy. I want you to be that man. You with me on that? I'm with you. You think you can lean into that and give it to me? I'll lean in a little bit. <laughs> you picked him. This matter is adjourned. After today, I think I'm going to try to be a little bit more patient and just try to support him in getting through the things that he needs help with. And after today, I think I'm going to just step up and be a better man and not a man about shooters. <laughs>